simply syndicated towers in the United Kingdom, and from our intrepid reporters throughout the United States, comes all the movie news that's fit to listen to. This is Simply Syndicated Movie News. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated <laughs> Movie News. Hello. Hello to everyone on YouTube, hello to everyone on SoundCloud and Audio Boom. We're all over the bloody place these days. I'll tell you now, my voice is a little bit off. I, I don't know if you've noticed that. Um, God, it's sexy, though. It's not, mm. is it? All the bass is gone. <laughs> There's no bass in my voice anymore. I just, Tonight, just... playing the part of Richard Smith, Raymond Burr. Oh. oh so this is what i sound like today hopefully it will right we we need this to continue it's not going to improve but we want it to not go away that's so hopefully if we stay at this level of voice it will it will work i hope <laughs> you'll be fine yeah i'm sure i'm sure we'll carry you yeah, I'll be, I'll be, it'd be cool. It's cool. I'm optimistic. It's good to be podcasting again and everything after the last hey. week. So, right. What, what is, who has what? Who wants to go? What's your, what's your thing, people? Rick, you had something. I've got some good news. Okay, well, good okay, news. Well, do you want the good news or the appalling news? I kind of want the appalling news, to be honest. All right. If I said live action Winnie the Pooh movie, That's not my dog. That's bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently Disney is doing a live action Winnie the Pooh movie, and they're very proud to announce that they have a director for it. Who is the director? So, uh, Mark somebody. I didn't really think that was the important part of the story. <laughs> okay, I, I was just checking it wasn't well, like... Okay, you know, that sounds like they're going to have to CGI all the characters except for Christopher Robin, obviously. Well, yeah. Um, I have no idea. Then it wouldn't technically be live action. <laughs> it would <laughs> It would be CGI animated still. So what the fuck, Disney? <laughs> well, the, the Revenant was pretty good. That, that was a good bear. We watched that the other night. Oh. Jungle Book was all right, but I mean, it did have actual humans in it. Well, that's, that that's probably what they want to do. Well, there's also talking animals, but uh, you know, to hear Christopher Walken as a as a <laughs> monkey, it, actually, he technically it was an ape, but yeah, Christopher Walken with that voice. He hasn't got a tail. It's not in a monkey. Mm. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with Veggie Tales at all? No, uh, my, never mind. Uh, yeah. An orangutan. He was an orangutan. Okay, but uh, you know. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be all right because they're onto they're live, really live they're, they're action. They're doing versions. this like live action everything. Yeah. Like, hmm, why? Besides money, why? Well, that <laughs> sort of leads into one I picked up actually, um, because they've announced that Lin Manuel Miranda, who wrote the Hamilton musical, um, is secretly involved with the new Disney animated movie. Um, but he's also attached to a live action version of the little mermaid. I think he's going to be in I that. already knew about that one. Um, well, he also is one of the writers of the music for Moana that comes out this Wednesday. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. What, what Mary that? Poppins. Sorry. That was what, 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 what was that thing? Moana. 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 What, what is Moana. it? Moana. 
What? 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 We're what? on a movie show and you've never heard of this film. Okay. <laughs> um, Moana is the newest Disney film that comes out this Wednesday, the 23rd. Can you spell that um, for me, please? Looks awesome. M-O-M-O-A-N-A, Moana. It's a Polynesian film. Oh, yes. Rock. Yeah, I, I've seen bits of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not a cartoon. It's a. It's a it's a CGI yeah. cartoon. It's a CGI yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, an, it's animated. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, I've seen. Yeah, yeah I've seen. It it looks, I'm actually um, jazzed yeah. about seeing it. I, I, it looks really cute. So it's a little bit of six of mixed signals, considering here it is, The Rock's in another children's film, yet he just got named sexiest man alive by people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how is The Rock the sexiest man alive? Really? Really? He's actually quite attractive. (laughs) Really? Because I'm not like The Rock. That's... Well, the thing that pissed me off was they were like, this is the second black man to ever be named. I'm like, he's not black. He's one quarter black, three quarters Polynesian. Get it right. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. But, okay, The Rock is the sexiest man alive. I thought it was John Cena, <laughs> but okay. John Cena, dun, 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 dun. okay. <laughs> I didn't really think that. I was just the name yeah, I pulled did. out of my ass. But okay, so that <laughs> that film's coming out on Wednesday. Little Mermaid live action. They're so doing that, aren't they? Because they've done Beauty and the Beast. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were the, at one point. Chloe Moretz was going to be Belle. Uh, Belle uh, was going to be Ariel, <laughs> and she has since said she's retired. For, she's taking a break from acting, so she's stepped out of that. Okay. Uh, they have they have not said who she's or who she's being replaced by just yet, but um, yeah. <laughs> she obviously didn't want to flounce around in seashells. I kind of get that. Yeah, I wouldn't mm. want to. So, <laughs> nor would anyone want to see that either. That's you know. <laughs> you Rich, I, I think that. you sell yourself short. No, we I can make I, a lot of money <laughs> with you and Cisha. <laughs> if there was actually a lot of money involved, we could talk. That that could happen. Just, I just don't think anyone wants to see that. Maybe it's with this simply voice. syndicated Kickstarter. Yeah, I've considered a new calendar. Yeah. <laughs> See if that's based on appendages, I'd need seashells and a tortoise shell for my stomach. I'd need oh. a, a giant tortoise shell. <laughs> that's what I would need. Are you meant for your stomach? This is going in a very dangerous <laughs> <Yes>. direction. <laughs> I meant for my massive knob. <laughs> right. Anyway. <laughs> Well, speaking of live-action Disney films, uh, the 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 uh, trailer for the new Beauty and the Beast film, which comes out at the end of March this it, next year, it did. By I the would, way, I would play that for the video and, people, but the last video got taken down because I played the bloody Wonder Woman v- video. Oh really? dear! Yeah, oh, I got copyright what pursuit. Uh, per- whatever oh man oh well just look look it up when you after you hear this but uh it's at this point in the recording got the most youtube views of any trailer to date wow yeah okay i don't get that it doesn't look bad it looks okay people just like emma uh, watson especially youtube well she is cute she's she's cute but she i wouldn't consider her the beauty that is Belle, but that's neither here or there. Um, 
By the way, can you guys hear my neighbor's asshole dog barking? Oh, that's yes. what it is. All right. Yeah, I was, I'm going to go shut the window. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I thought it was Boss's. I thought Boss was with a dog. No. I wish. <laughs> I, I know. That makes perfect sense. It's just occurred to me. You're at home because why wouldn't you be? <laughs> and in my head, you were somewhere other than at home with a dog. I don't know what I've been ill. I can't, you know. Uh, but trust me, if, if I was with a dog that was making that much racket, it would have been silenced. Yes. <laughs> and we, you know, my neighbors are really nice people. Their dog is one of those little fucking ancient yep, yep, chihuahuas <laughs> that hates everything and everyone and barks at every molecule that bounces off its ugly fucking little face. <laughs> well, oh, my love dog. So yeah, yeah. That's that's the <laughs> attitude my dog has. Only he's huge. <laughs> it's 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 a problem. What? I got to tell you about this dog I met. Okay, dogs nothing to do with movies. I apologize, but I came across this dog in my job this week, and it's a pomeranian, right? Yeah, it had, it had mats in its fur, so they took it to a very highfalutin dog grooming salon, right? Thinking they're going to really carefully brush and tease out the mats. No, they gave it a buzz cut. Um, <laughs> To now, a Pomeranian? Yeah, because the thing about Pomeranians is apparently their hair doesn't grow back. So this poor little thing, it's lying on a cushion and it's got this floofy, fluffy face because they left the face alone, but sort of shortened it to sort of West Highland Terrier length hair. And mm -hmm. oh, it's kind of cute. She says, yeah, you wait till he stands up. And they basically left the tail bushy and the legs. And the leg <laughs> hair is as long as it would have been normally. So it looks like it's just come out of a fame video. It's wearing four <laughs> bushy leg warmers and it's uh, shorn to the skin. I'm like, oh, you poor little sod. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, the worst is the lion cuts that they do to some of those Pomeranians. It's just oh. awful. I'd have sued that place within an inch of their life for that, honestly. Mm. <laughs> it was hilarious, though. Sorry, poor little. Mm. Poor yeah, little. well. As annoying as Pomeranians are and can be, not all, but some, um, yeah, getting them those type of haircuts, fur cuts, whatever you want to call them, is just downright cruel. Oh, that's a Pomeranian. Oh, that that's barely a dog. <laughs> it's a foo it's a foo -foo fur with a bark. I, yeah. I, I subscribe to the Ron Swanson attitude of dogs, which is any dog less than 30 pounds is a cat, and cats are pointless. <laughs> Don't even. I have two cats. <laughs> that's the richest two against two we're fine yeah that's it that's not a dog <laughs> i don't like teeny tiny little yap yap dogs oh, it's not a dog I, 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 um <laughs> beauty and the beast uh the, the i looked at the trailer and i immediately went wow all these talking pieces of furniture scare the shit out of me <laughs> It it's is kind a bit, of sinister in real life. Yeah. Where's the IMDb page for that? I do go. love that. Is it Dan Simmons? Is Beauty he? and the Beast without Ron Perlman just doesn't interest me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Though he's he has a cameo in Fantastic Beasts, which I will get to in a bit. Huh. Um, yeah. Me too. Yay. <laughs> Who is Dan Simmons? We were Stevens? gonna try to go see it, but well no, it has it, it only just opened here. I'm he's thinking Doctor Beast. Strange, never mind. Yeah, Doctor Strange opened last week. And yeah, we were going to try to get to see it Tuesday, and then hmm. it fell apart. Or no, uh, Doctor Strange opened two weeks ago, uh, and Fantastic Beasts opened this weekend. Mm -hmm. Then we've got uh, Moana coming out this next week. My 
God, I'm going to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> see, the good thing about Moana is that it looks like it's going to be a good movie that I'd want to see anyway. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's a kid's movie means I can go see it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. seeing yeah. grown-up movies is difficult for us. And mm-hmm. means I basically have to try to take some time off from work when my wife is off. And we were going to try to do that on Tuesday, but then doctor's appointments cr- cropped up. See, I think, though, if you wanted to, I mean, it might be a little bit irresponsible as far as parenting goes, but I I think the trauma that they go through by seeing inappropriate films only happens once. So if you you just let them break her in, like, sit her down, honey, this is Pulp Fiction. And then then you're done. That's just two hours of your life, maybe a few sleepless nights after that. And then you can just take, you can just watch anything you like. There's a couple of scenes in that that are quite disturbing, even for adults. Yes. So, yes. She yeah. Not, I'm not saying she'll grow up well. I mean, that's the choice <laughs> you make. It, it will probably cause problems down the line, of course. But At, you know. at, at the risk of, uh, of, of beating an old drum, uh, my internet is being stupid again, and I missed everything you just said, Rich, so I didn't get the joke, I'm afraid. Oh, no. I merely suggested that you show Sharon Pulp Fiction to sort of break her into this stuff. And, ah, then, okay. and then move on yeah. from there. She'll be, you only go through it once. Yeah. And then she'll Te- be Texas fine. Texas Chainsaw Massacre she, she actually, after that. Yes, yes. Texas Chainsaw she, Massacre. She might be as bored by Pulp Fiction as I was. That's entirely Ooh. possible. Ooh. It's just a lot of talking if you don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> that, is, that is a fair point, actually. Um, Isn't that most of Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> movies? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I do like there them. There you though. hit the nail on the head. I do. I do <laughs> like them. I. What can I say? I think they're good. I enjoyed the Hateful Eight. I really I enjoyed Hateful Eight. I thought it was really good. Mm. It had Kurt Russell, and Kurt Russell's awesome. Although, so, if you want to see, if you want to see Kurt with exactly the same moustache and in a better film, uh, you want to see Bone Tomahawk. Well, Never I have seen, seen Bone Tomahawk, ah. and while I agree the moustache is equally awesome, I don't agree that it was a better film. I'm afraid. Really. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. His mustache and tombstone was that was also awesome. pretty epic. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Bone, did Bone Tomahawk is that the one with the other guy who's not Kurt Russell? Is Patrick Wilson? Yeah. And what bugged me about that that and it, it was it's it's so stupid because the character was barely in it was the actress playing his wife. Really? And, and the casting annoyed me so much, it ruined the rest of the film for me. No. Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to Wikipedia now so I can be precise in my moaning. Not I Wikipedia, don't remember who she IMDb. was, like who played her anyway. Well, uh, my very slow internet will share it with us, hopefully very soon. So Patrick <laughs> Wilson, no problem with the man, quite enjoy his work. You know, he's kind of like a, a, a more expensive, um, what's his name, Job from... Arrested Development. What's his name? Anyone? Bueller? No? I've never watched that show, so I can't. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but I can't okay. remember his name. But Patrick Wilson. Let's, so there we go. Born in 1973, making him 43 years old. That he sounded like. <laughs> he looks good, but he's 43 years old. Okay. By the way, I'll admit that wasn't my good maths. It just so happens that Allison was also born in 1973. So I know how old someone who was born then is. Uh, yeah, same here. <laughs> and there you go. Remember, so, Allison's only two months older than me. His wife in this film, played by Lily Simmons here, born in 1993, 
when I was 13. She's like nine years old or something. And it, it, the whole thing just threw me. It's like, I, I understand that we're seeing, for some reason, the return of large age gaps in male-female couples in films, but that was icky. And it just grossed me out for the next hour and a half. <laughs> I didn't even notice. It really did. It's like, why is he in bed with that little girl? What's what's going on? <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Bone Candy, have you? Or not Bone Candy, Hand- oh, I'm, I'm thinking Bone Tom Hard. Hard Candy. You need to watch Hard Candy if you want to be completely roasted out. No, nothing technically happens. I have the seen connotations. Yeah. Uh, okay, then you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Boy, that's a fucked up film. But it's with like- Patrick Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. She's fit, but you know, she was born in 1993. She's a child. I I wouldn't date her. Patrick Wilson certainly can't. Maybe it's just <laughs> jealousy. And then it's not like he's dating her. She was probably like, "Oh, I've got this job with this really gross old guy," and you know, maybe that's uh, how it is. Uh, Patrick Wilson is hit or miss. He's done some really cool stuff, and he's done some really weird shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't. Do you know? I don't know how I feel about the Insidious movies. I, I've seen them all. They, they first were, one and the third one are past, are good, I think. Mm. Second one missed a step. I'm the Conjuring films are good, though. Yeah, they are. I do enjoy those. Yeah. The second one, I wish they'd picked any other paranormal occurrence to make the subject of it. Mm. But other than that, it was done well. It was. Oh, I forgot who his wife is. His wife is hot. (laughs) His real life wife. Who's his real wife? Like real life wife. Dagmara Domzik. Yeah. But the only film I've actually seen her in was the most recent version of uh, Count of Monte Cristo. She was amazing in that, by the way. Um, She is very, very, very nice to look at. Hey, I can tell we've lost Rick because he hasn't come I'm, back. I'm back. He fucking hates the Warrens. I was expecting him to come in there. Hello. 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 Okay. Hi. So there's really no point in typing a secret. I'm going to slip away for a second message to y'all because you don't fucking look at him. No, <laughs> not at all. Didn't no, see I, a I thing. Noticed, but, uh... Didn't see a thing. <laughs> Where'd the messages come up? <laughs> You're in a tiny window for me. I didn't, I didn't see it at all. Oh, you okay. were kind of behind <laughs> another window. I, 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 I stepped away to try to get everybody else from doing anything online so I could have more bandwidth before we tell our ISP to go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. And, I have I have six windows open in one monitor just keeping this thing going. So. <laughs> you put text so, up in so one what? of them, I'm fucked. No chance. We were, we were talking about how hot Patrick Wilson's real-life wife is. <laughs> Who is Patrick Wilson? He's an actor. He's in The Conjuring. And Warren. And the, the guy from The Conjuring and Insidious um, and Watchmen and a few other things. Oh, was he was he the 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 uh, jester, or the Joker, or whatever in Watchmen? No, no, that the was th- he was Night Owl. Damn, she's oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. And she's only three years younger than him, so it's not as bad. Um, <laughs> That's perfectly acceptable. I mean, who am I to say what is acceptable? I mean, if people want to be together, who am I to stand in their way? But in that particular film, a, it was icky. It, it was icky. Beyond a certain age, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, I think once everybody's 25 or more, then everyone else can just shut up. I don't think the girl in this film was actually even uh, 25. 
That's oh, the thing. Probably not. But the, well, the one that really icks me out is that movie with Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta-Jones. That entrapment. No. Well, you see, the yeah, thing that. is, though, Sean Connery has a timeless beauty, and <laughs> as does Harrison Ford, Sting, and a few other people. Did, did you hear mm. this week? Carrie Fisher saying she had an affair with Harrison Ford during the filming I of Star Wars. Read that, and I never got to finish it. I and didn't. And everyone went, well, we're surprised that no one ever. (laughs) I kind of thought, I don't believe you. Because I kind of think if I fucked Harrison Ford, I'd spent the next 30 years telling anybody who'd listen. But she didn't mention it till now. Like, fuck. Well, she she was like 19 at the time. And that's supposedly when it happened. It was during the f- filming of the first film. That's okay, isn't it? It explains a lot of their chemistry in the subsequent films, though. That's mm-hmm. okay if she was 19, is it? I mean... She was legal. Yeah. The problem was he was 33 and married at the time. All right. Okay. The marriage part, that was the problem. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why she kept it. I didn't know he was married at the time. Mm-hmm. And now he's married. He was with his first wife and yeah. uh, with two children. Yeah. Fair enough. <clears throat> Fair enough. Speaking of age gaps. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Anyway. Did you, did you so, hear so as well? You uh, about? Jennifer Lawrence is now going out with Darren Aronofsky. And he's like nearly 50. And Thanks. she's Watch almost it. 30. Watch it. Wow. <laughs> she's almost 30, I think. He's not dead. <laughs> I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying perhaps it's... You know, you, you're doing well if you're getting a, a, an actress in her 20s. That's all I'm saying. That You know, I'm not saying, look, I'd go hey, out with Jennifer Lawrence. A, I'm, like, uh, well, I'm just saying, else if you're a really, really good di- Hollywood director, you can go out with whoever the hell you want. That's very true. That's, that's one of the Jennifer Lawrence is not exactly the, uh, the easily misled waif that she once was either, I think. Mm-hmm. She, she's got a good head on her shoulders, so. Looking forward to having you either. Either. Passengers looks interesting. Yeah, it does. So I can't decide if I want to watch it or not. It, it sounds like it could either be really cool or really annoying, and I'm not. Well, sure. unfortunately, with the trailers, the, the initial trailers are making it out to be a love story, and it's actually a sci-fi thriller. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but I like that. If they're going to wrong foot us, I'm I'm much happier if a trailer completely wrong foots you, and then flips it completely a different direction. <clears throat> The, the ones I hate are where every major beat of the movie is in the feckin' trailer. And you're like, yeah, well, you're watching the film thinking, this is just interstitial stuff for big set scenes that I've seen in the trailer. And yeah, you're just waiting it, to link the next bit together. I hate it when they do that. Yeah, but it's also got Michael Sheen in it, and I'll watch anything yeah. Michael Sheen's in. And yeah. you've got yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. Other people, too, that I don't recognize the names of. (laughs) All kinds of things. It does have Chris Pratt, which means that, once again, my father will make the joke, you know what I think? I think he's a bit of a Pratt. And I'll I'll want to punch my father in the face, which is not an emotion I like. I wish he would shut up, but he won't. He's going to make You know that what my only again. problem with the passenger is, Rich? And, and Rich, you're, you're going to be the only one among us here that gets this. Okay. Is... It makes me think of that Space 1999 episode where the asshole senator gets himself, cheats him his way onto the, the, the sleeper ship and then doesn't go to sleep. That one really disturbed me. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, 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 it's such a disturbing, like you're trapped in this box, just wait to die now. Like, yeah. What? Ah, horrible. That was- Edgar Allan Poe in space. Yeah, really mm-hmm. disturbing. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it is a bit like that. 
I, I will watch this. I'll watch this. Okay, I take that back. I'll watch anything Michael Sheen is in except the Twilight movies. I cannot believe he did those. It had to have been for a paycheck. He's Michael, awesome in them, though. The, the best thing in them. <laughs> it's like, if you're going to be in a shit movie, be the best thing in it, yeah? <laughs> like, that laugh he does at the end of the final um, installment is just, just this insane little... <laughs> Please, like, yeah, well... Oh, like, that wasn't even close. It's just... I need to watch that again because I just want to keep rewinding that bit over and over again. Bit sad. Mm. Had a crush on him since Underworld, so he's, yeah, he's quite uh, quite a manly man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the very Michael first thing Sheen... I ever saw him in was Wild, uh, the the Oscar Wilde movie. Uh, he was in that. First thing I ever saw him in. He's a good character actor, isn't he? Because he, he apparently blew away in Frost, Frost Nixon, but I never saw that because that's an intelligent Oscar bait type film, and I don't <laughs> watch those. He was actually got a, I think he got an Oscar nomination for that, but um, yeah, uh, he's wasted in some other films. Like he's in like maybe one scene in Kingdom of Heaven. That's it. Um, mm. But uh, I mean, yeah, I and. I loved him in Masters of Sex, which was the TV show, until the last season. The last season was I shit. I must watch that. I must watch that. First two seasons are epic. The last season sucks ass. Oh Sorry. Literally. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. oh. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, speaking right. of ass, can we talk about the Ghost in the Shell trailer? Sorry. Oh, okay. oh shit, I meant to watch that. Damn it. Hang on. Do you know it's what I've just remembered? I have to, I have to start. Right. Rick gave us a, a choice of tragic news and good news and we picked the tragic news oh. and never got the good news <laughs> ah. okay what is the good news the proposed trilogy of stargate movies that roland Embrick was planning on doing that had nothing whatsoever to do with the tv show and were, were going to be a reboot of the original movie has collapsed and fallen apart and will now not happen deletes from notes <laughs> 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 I figured you'd get to that one somehow. <laughs> well, I did put it on the Tumblr. Has no one told Boz about the Tumblr? I no. I haven't looked yeah, at it I yet today. I was like, um, okay, okay. I, I this, this was one we, we go ahead. I was just going to say, it's. Do you know what? For for those of you listening in the future, we've rec <laughs> we're recording this show after a week that has been somewhat weird oh, i yeah. i think i mean we, we, this isn't really the time and the place to go into the details as such but th those of you listening in the future if we make it that far mm. um th this was an odd time and so movie news sort of let history show sort of fell by the wayside a little bit oh, in yeah. in importance mm. uh over the last week uh you'll know what i'm talking about I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Assuming so. you're listening to this on a computer and not on like some uh, some little ramshackle thing in a in a tiny hovel in the middle of the blasted heath that used to be the earth. Yes, that's what I'm imagining too. <laughs> this Aliens is all trying to cling to this. some semblance of normalcy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was our coping me mechanism in the year 2016. <laughs> Or the end of mankind as it's known. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, forgive us for not necessarily having posted many things to our Tumble blog this week. Um, but, you know, at least the Tumble blog's still there. We're all still here. It's all right <laughs> yeah. for now. It's 
All right, for but now. It's not January yet. No, that's true. That's true. Nor March or other times. Mm. Next year's going to be fun as well, isn't it? Next year's going to be interesting <laughs> as hell, yeah. Oh. And not in a good way. Anyway, uh, yeah. so... So, yeah, Roland yeah, if Emmerich. You, if you so. hadn't heard, uh, Roland Emmerich, who originally, in my opinion, uh, the only good movie Emmerich ever made was Stargate. Uh, oh, Independence Day wasn't bad. It was cheesy. But yes, it was. Well, <laughs> oh, come on. Independence Day was... <laughs> fucking garbage do you know there are some people in the world who are trying to make believe like independence day is some sort of cult classic or no. I, 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 I don't know or it's actually was a good film when you look back on it no it was a piece of shit when it came out and it's <laughs> still a piece of shit Okay. Independence Day has not improved. There is the bit where Will Smith punches an alien and says, welcome to Earth. That's pretty cool. Then you have the, the 30 seconds of, hey, it's data, but he's not data. And that's the whole film. That's, that's really Oh, no, there's, there's the White House blowing up. That's a cool sequence. <laughs> yeah, and I have to say, when that came out, um, they had just refurbished the cinema in the town I grew up in. And that used to be lovingly called the Flea Pit. I'm talking about Letchworth in Hertfordshire. And they redid it to have two screens downstairs and a big screen upstairs. And the surround system they put in that screen, I'd never heard anything like it. And I think the first film I saw in that screen was Independence Day. And when that beam came down and blew up the White House, or actually it's not, it was uh, the first one you see is actually the tall building, isn't it? With all the people standing on top of the I think it's like like the Chrysler building or something. Yeah, something like that. And honestly, I felt it in my guts as the base tones rumble through and i tell you it blew me away watching that film uh, with that experience and then yeah i watch it now and go oh my god i thought i used to like this <laughs> See, just when you're time, it did the job i mean you have mm-hmm. to deal with the fact that he directed universal soldier and you know another great movie yeah ah. take it or leave it but he you know he had <laughs> what looked like some you know four or five or five or six or seven film i'm looking at it i can't count these early films that I've never heard of. And then we get Universal Soldier, Stargate. And you think, holy shit, this guy's got some talent. This guy can do a film. And it's as if he went, really? Oh, I'll show you shit. <laughs> you think, you, thought I could, you thought I could direct a film? Oh, no. No, here's Independence Day. Here's Godzilla. Here's The Patriot. Here's the day after <laughs> the tomorrow. The Patriot was not bad. The okay. Patriot was awful, Jen. It's terrible. It was a truly <laughs> awful, awful that film. Was, that was before Mel Gibson went totally off his rocker. It that was, was probably right before he went off his rocker. It was on the edge, but it was an awful film. <laughs> the day after tomorrow was an awful film. 10,000 BC, awful. 2012, awful. Anonymous, awful. White House Down, actually not terrible. <laughs> I, I I watched it. I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't like kind of enjoy it. But do you know what? Channing Tatum's just watchable. So that that was Until more down to him. Until you see 21 Jump Street. He's hilarious in the 21 Love that Jump film. Street. 22 Jump Street, I would argue, is even funnier. Hmm. I, w- I would argue, isn't he the sexiest man alive? No. Much more so than The Rock. Him or Chris Hemsworth? H- Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth can fuck off. He's too good looking. I hate him. <laughs> All his brothers are too. That's the sad yeah. thing. Yeah. What happened to Tom Hiddleston? I I still love Tom Hiddleston. Well, oh, everybody oh, come loves on. Tom Hiddleston. He's come on. Di- no, come on. Hasn't got the bod. Sorry. No, He's not at all. In every department. Oh, he wishes. I like but my after, guy skinny. After White House <laughs> Down. 
After Whitehouse Down, he did Stonewall, bad and offensive. Then yeah. Independence Day, Resurgence, really bad. There was and no point for that film. There was no, no point, point for whatsoever. any of the films he made after Stargate. He's just been a waste of time, money, effort, and celluloid. I can hope I just say under- that about Michael Bay after The Rock? I mean, well, come on. Well, yeah. The can Rock I just, is the only good can I just film. Underline this whole thing with the fact that Roland Emmerich, 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 fucked up Godzilla. Godzilla is supposed to be bad. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what we love about Godzilla. And made Godzilla female on top of that. What? <laughs> well, actually, Godzilla was. Because God, Godzilla, in, in like his, her second or third movie, she lays an egg and we get baby Godzilla, which was named Minya, not fucking Godzuki. Um, <laughs> hey, leave Godzuki alone. That's my, <laughs> that's my child. <laughs> <you're fucking laughs> with that. I'm not having that. I watched that too. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, but no, Godzilla, Godzilla, it was, it, and they even made a point of it in the movie. They're like, wait a minute, Godzilla's a woman? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, sure, why not? Um, You're touching but, it. Well, that explains a few things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Oh, don't worry. That, that, was a, that was a parody of a sexist joke rather than actually. I see they've got Independence Day 3. Here on the uh, old, I am oh God, Make it stop! Make it stop! I thought the the sequel bombed like crazy. Cl- uh, clearly not enough. And if surely uh, if we could make not. him stop, we'd have done it in 1996. <laughs> you know, at least after Godzilla. I mean, oh. Well, they keep letting him make films, just like they keep making letting M Night Shyamalan make films. I, do you know, I, mean, I was just thinking his name as well. <laughs> I was um, just thinking, you know what we need? We we need to, we need to get Michael Bay, M Night Shyamalan, and Roland Emmerich to all make a film together that will destroy. That it'll tear a hole in the space time continuum, and, I, I, and maybe it'll suck Donald Trump into it. I think if we could get the three of them onto the same helicopter, we're we're into a start. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. What's M Night Shyamalan? Much anger in the show today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, oh, he's making. Well, has he done Last Airbender, After Earth, The Visit? Oh, he's got he's got two more things. He's, he's got, got Split coming out this next year. Uh, I'm like, oh, is that fine? Why? <laughs> it should be, but it's not. No, okay. it's not Double Impact. Sorry. Damn it. <laughs> Kevin, a man with at least 23 different personalities, is compelled to abduct three teenage girls. As they are held captive, a final personality, the Beast, begins to materialize. Well, that sounds like fun. And it has James McAvoy. James McAvoy. It looks interesting, that does, actually. You know, and as, I'll watch almost anything McAvoy's in too, but mm, I don't know. You know, we, I, I certainly have said on several occasions. In trying to understand why Ewan McGregor played Obi-Wan Kenobi in those awful films, the the truth is when George Lucas phones you and says, do you want to be in my film? You just say yes. Yeah. Right? When mm-hmm. M. Night Shyamalan rings you and says, do you want to be in my film? You just put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? I mean, like, do you want to be? No. Get off. <laughs> Don't even say no. Just put the phone down, shake your head, and walk away. That's what. Surely that's what you do. But James McAvoy, like, yeah, I'll be in your film. Don't do that, James. You're better than that. Don't let the X Men tell you how you should be like that because you're better than that. Come on. 
Poor James. He was in Shameless, you know. Those were the days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, talking about sexiest men. No, I'm going back to the same thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's The Rock. You're if just going to have to live with it. You're just going to yeah. have to. Just going to have to. Look, Bono is woman of the year. These things mean nothing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's true. Right. That's, do you know, like people who, encouragement. people mm. in all these groups must be fucking sick of Bono being the thing of the year that they are when he isn't. Wasn't he black man of the year once or something that I know <laughs> David Beckham definitely was at one point. David huh? Beckham was named black man of the year. Okay. Uh, and it's like, really? You can't what? get much more white than David Beckham. I, I imagine that would make all black men hate him immediately. I, well, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I would hate him for that. Just, that can't be good. Did you know David Beckham made, like, a little documentary series where he takes a motorbike, like, into the Amazon rainforest or something like that? Wasn't that you sure and McGregor? <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. It's was it David, David Beckham? Beckham? Because, no, no, because Ewan McGregor, okay, as a biker, is fairly cool and pragmatic. So he said, I've got to do this. So I am going to use the most efficiently made, perfect for the job bike that I can possibly get my hands on. Um, slightly biased because it's the same one I've got <laughs> for doing this task. Um, but David Beckham says, I'm going to go into the Amazon, but I'm this fashion icon footballer. So I'm going to use like a cafe racer to do it. You're yeah. like, the fuck is that? <laughs> I watched 10 minutes and he's like, oh, these are my mates and they're coming with me and they all go down the pub first. And I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure he enjoyed himself, but I won't be watching it. <laughs> Good for you, David. Well done. Go in your jungle. Right, so, uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell trailer. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? Absolutely. Is it any good? I haven't watched it yet. And again, I can't it's, play it because copyright. Um, well, obviously they can't show her naked like <laughs> they did in the original animated film. <laughs> they get pretty close by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah, she's in a bodysuit kind of looking thing. Um... Looks interesting. I don't know if they're going to touch on all of the existentialist things that were in the original, but because mm. um, it looks more like an action film, obviously. But it still looks like it's got those trippy elements. So, um, did you see the comparison video where they've done that trailer versus the anime version? Mm -mm, no, I haven't seen that one. That they've taken comparative shots from each and they run them side by side, and it, it that makes it look really faithful. Um, hmm. So I'm I'm kind of optimistic, say, despite my grumblings about the casting initially. Um, stylistically, I think well, it Well, I, I was okay with Scarlet being in the film for the simple fact that the character, spoiler alert, is an android. Hmm. Um, you know, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so androids can look however the heck they want. And some of the characters in the original anime do look Caucasian anyway. Hmm. So... I was okay with that. I'm just hoping they stay faithful to the story. Yeah. Okay, I'm watching it right now, and Scarlet just kissed a woman, so I'm in. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> there That's all goes. you needed, Rick. <laughs> it's the bit in the water where she starts off invisible, and that that is actually pretty much a parallel shot from the anime. Mm -hmm. I, um, I did catch that, yeah. But her, um, I just kicked your ass standing over the body pose is like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I'll be there. <clears throat> yeah, she, she, she spends a lot of time naked, but she looks about she, you know, she's as anatomically correct as a Barbie doll. So, yeah, uh, 
it doesn't really count. <laughs> but mm. I I love Scarlet, and I have no baggage with this movie, so I'll watch it. I t- can I, I, I while we're talking about Scarlet, right? I watched a film last week, and uh, I've heard people rave about it for a long time. But the only thing of Scarlet's in this film is her voice. And oh, her? You saw her? I saw her, and it made me fall in love with her even more. I didn't see a oh, it's her. a beautiful film. It's a beautiful when when she sings, oh, I think my heart just cracked in half. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's powerful. That's amazing. Such a good film. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, we haven't had this in a while, but uh, hey. someone wants to say hi to you. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hello. Sharon, this is... That's Boz. Remember Boz when he came to visit? No. The big hairy one. <laughs> Remember when my friends came to visit uh, a, a while ago and you grabbed Gordon and took him into your bedroom and covered him in toys and you and Boz sword fought? fought with a your sword fight. Sword? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you been watching anything lately? Yes. What have you been watching a lot of? The new Star Wars. Yay. Yay. <laughs> you like, who's the star of, of the new Star Wars movie? Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you been watching a lot of? Um, Puss in Boots. The new, there's a Netflix Puss in Boots series. See. Si. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who, who, do, you, do you have a favorite character in that? I have Puss. Who's your favorite in that? Um. <laughs> who's your favorite character in Puss in Boots? Um. What's the matter? Good shy. You're thinking, is it Dulcinea? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dulcinea. Don't know who that is. I need to She's watch this. She's a female cat that he's, yeah. Oh, she has no claws. Is that right? She does. She does. Oh, she does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a cow and a pig and a golem and... A very good Antonio Banderas in- imitation. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, honey, say bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay. <laughs> Go on out Oh, Sharon, have there. you seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yet? I just wanted to... <laughs> 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 oh, bastard. <laughs> Get him early. It's easier later. <laughs> There will be no Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> I was on speaker. Sorry. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> call back to a previous joke. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you like dogs? There's a Fair film enough. about some dogs that are near a reservoir that, that, that they might be up a. <laughs> yeah. Stop that, you. Okay. <laughs> oh, if you really want to traumatize it, there's a really nice film involving rabbits. Yeah, I, um, did you, did Mary Mexter managed to bring to mind for me and traumatize me this week. Yeah, that upset every British child. So, what did was it an American thing? Did it? I hate that movie. What? 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 Watership, Watership down? down. Yes, I, I never <coughs> saw it. It's very traumatizing. You have no reason to ever see it. Never watch it. Never watch it. I don't plan to. Never show it to a child. What the hell yes, were people you thinking? Certainly, never uh, show yes, it to I, a child. I watched it when I was twelve. I was. Very, very psychologically scarred. Because yeah. tell you well, what, people. Let, let me ask you guys something. Have any of y'all ever actually read Grimm's fairy tales? No. Oh, the originals? Yes. The originals? That's some fucked up shit. <laughs> but it was to scare kids and to do it. You know, it was a. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't, you know, actually, th- probably the worst is Sleeping Beauty. But w- anyway, going on. Now, I, don't know, I think Cinderella's pretty grim with all the foot cutting and stuff. What well, foot got, cutting? Got, is that a really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. In in the real in the real uh, Cinderella, when the prince is trying to find who fits the shoe, and it wasn't a glass slipper; it was just a, it was just a shoe. Uh, Cinderella's stepsisters, of course, are trying to win the love of the prince. So the first one. Her foot is too small to fit it, or her foot is too big to fit in the shoe. So she cuts off her fucking heel, or her mother does. Uh, and, and like the shoe fills up with blood, and the f- prince notices and goes, Hey, you're not her. And then the next one cuts off toes and shit. And it's just like, yeah. they're all full of like mutilations and, and, and horrible murders and stuff. They uh, left that out of the Disney one then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got this book for learning. Well, it's actually a Spanish book for learning English, but I do it the other way around. And it's, it's stories from around the world. And most of them are like these little fairy tale stories. And yeah, most of them are hideous. Oh, yeah. Oh like, my God. Like, Russian fairy tales. Russian. Oh, like, the, yeah, they got pretty bad. Like, um, uh, the one that really gets me is the original ending for Red Riding Hood. Oh, he eats him. And yep, that's the end of the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When you when you read Russian fairy tales, you understand a lot more about Russians. Mm. And I'm and I'm not saying that as a bad thing. And that's not a slight. It's just like, oh, this is the shit y'all grew up with. No wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get started in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Funnily you enough, you know, anything. I was actually watching that before the show. That's <laughs> an amazing coincidence you happen to mention it at all. <laughs> Is there any? What else do we have that I haven't even looked for any movie news? I'll be. I'll be honest. There was a new Skull Island trailer for the yes, new. Oh, movie. I, I saw that. That I looked saw that. awesome. Um, it, it's interesting with Skinny Tom and everything. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston's in it. Speaking of, <laughs> incidentally, another reason why he can't be James Bond. He's he's too slight. He's too thin. Yeah, he's too well, slight. Can Daniel Craig, buddy up, can you? Pardon. You can't imagine Tom Hiddleston like hurting anyone with a punch. No, you can't. That's the problem. But then, do you know what? At no point during any Roger Moore film did I imagine him ever hurting anyone with a punch either. So it's feasible. But well, Ro- Roger Roger Moore was kind of like Adam West ish in that. You you, can, you I mean you could you could kind of go all right. I could probably take him, but. You didn't necessarily go. Oh no, that doesn't work. Um, you know, at least he's he's got like some girth to him. Mm. Tom Hiddleston, you could just sneeze and he'll fall down. Yeah, <laughs> but Daniel Craig isn't all that beefy. He's he's well toned. He's solid though. Yeah, much, you wouldn't know without a shirt off though, would you? Well, they did. They took care of that right away though, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> wow. they did. Yeah. I I I would not want to have a fight with Daniel Craig. Whereas I wouldn't like to have a fight with Tom Hiddleston because I think I'd just uh, look daft beating up a man like that. You know, well, just- <laughs> of all the bonds, probably the thinnest was probably Connery for That's the time. True. But come on, right? Sean Connery was but all Scotsman an, can fight. Right? He was an actual fucking hard ass. In, yeah. in <laughs> he would go out and just start fights with people, and he was a a, a bodybuilder. Toning champion thing for the time. 
Mm. Um, obviously, and hey, he be- he beats up women, so <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. he's okay with hitting women, you know. Mm. <clears throat> and of course, his body looks much bigger because of all the hair. So <laughs> there is that too. Zardoz. When he had hair, <laughs> oh god, Zardoz! Oh my god, oh that nappy. <laughs> have you all, have you all watched the movie? Yes. No. Okay, I have I have sat through Zardoz. Yes, and uh, oh man. <laughs> Zardoz Boz is to me what Martyrs is to you. <laughs> okay. It's like a rite of passage as a science fiction van. Okay, I better watch it then, didn't I? <laughs> Jump notes the theme. We mention a trailer, then we talk about somebody in the trailer, and then we end up talking something that was made 50 years ago, <laughs> which seems to always do it. <laughs> yes. uh, well, then Kong how about we awesome. move on to uh, yeah, the Kong. Kong movie looks... Uh, we'll see. It's the first um, one. I, I I still haven't seen the Peter Jackson one, and I'm okay with that. You don't that. need to. You don't yeah. need to. I'm no, okay with that. Okay. Well, the, 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 well, okay. Seeing, you know, the actual ape was awesome. The yeah. dinosaurs and shit, not so much. Probably one of the worst CGI parts of that movie is the running scene with all the dinosaurs. Yeah, Awful. nobody should have survived that scene. The, the thing is, if you're a fan of the original Kong, and I mean a fan, not just you've seen it, if you love the original King Kong, then there is, there is a, a great deal of reason why you should watch Peter Jackson's remake, because mm. every frame is made with absolute adoration for the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, long, it's way too long. It drags like hell. Uh, but at, as a as a fan of the original movie, because that's one of the you know, I remember watching King Kong on my little thirteen inch black and white TV when I was a kid on like Sunday mornings when there was nothing else to watch on the three channels we got. And Rich, I know that's not a hardship for you guys, but for us, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I saw a heavily edited version of King Kong, you know, four or five times a year, mm. uh, and so. To see Peter Jackson redo the movie with such devotion to the original, and I, you know, I think Jack Black was was perfectly cast as Carl Denham, except for that last line, which he mm-hmm. had to say, but for some reason he just couldn't say it right. Um, it, it was a wonderful homage to the original. As a film, it sucks ass, <laughs> but it was it was uh. beautiful. Did you ever see the? See, I actually saw the seventies one first, oh, and then yeah. I saw the original, the Jeff Bridges one, uh, mm-hmm. which was, yeah, was... Mm, it was a 70s flick. <laughs> yep. say about the Jackson remake, um, as a hardened horror fan, there is one scene in that movie which is actually up there for scenes that make me really uncomfortable. When when uh, when what's his name gets killed by the big leech thing? Yeah. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, the massive giant bug horror that that scene is hopeless and it makes you feel hopeless watching them. And it's just the most horrific thing you can imagine. Um, circus, Andy Circus. That's the name I was trying to find. Yeah, well impressed with that scene. See, uh, now yeah. I need to see that scene. Yeah, just do that. It's probably on YouTube. I think I will. <laughs> I think I will. I'll, I'll is, just watch that bit. There's, there's a lot in that movie that harkens back to the original that nobody remembers. Everybody remembers, uh, you know, the last 10 minutes of King Kong. Yeah. And nobody remembers the, the preceding 
hour and a half or whatever, however long the original movie is. I remember her on the island with her arms tied, screaming as he comes towards oh, her. Okay, yeah, oh, there's, yeah, there's that too. Um, I but, was so young when I saw it, though. But and and, and uh, oh, and I can't remember the name of the dude that did the the special effects. Everybody thinks it's Harryhausen, but no, this the the guy that did Kong was the guy that inspired Harryhausen. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't remember his name offhand, but like that was the movie that cre- that essentially created special effects as we know it today. You know, it was like you had you had King Kong 2001 and then George Lucas <laughs> and everything else just sort of follows off of what they all did. I was going to say fantastic journey, but uh, put that in there somewhere. Um, wait, you, fantastic voyage. You mean the, the uh, fantastic voice? Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that was, a, I love that movie. I, I always have, but I don't know that it really, well, that was, that was pretty, thing. yeah. Well, for the time. Yeah. Um, it was one of the, well, okay. It's cheesy now, but back in, then it was a serious film and it was in a slew of silly sci-fi of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it was pretty spectacular, especially since it was one of the, one of the first sci-fi movies in color. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At, so. at the risk of, of quoting, you know, the, 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 the standard thing, the, the book by Isaac Asimov is much, much better. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I love Fantastic Voyage. It's a, you know, it's a classic, but it does not do justice to the book. Well, I have found other movie news. Okay. <laughs> Amelia Clark is going to be in the Han Solo movie. Oh, yeah, I saw that. All right. Okay. I didn't She's say like I found else. unique, special, new movie news. That's how I found some movie news. That's, that's <laughs> what I was saying. Well, I've seen yeah. just about everybody in Hollywood connected to the young Han Solo movie over the last six months. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing a young Lando Calrissian. I'm not. It's no, Donald Glover, <laughs> isn't it? Which I thought was pretty cool, actually. And I've also found that the Justice League movie will feature the Green Lantern. Well, that's not good. Which <laughs> Green Lantern? That's a question because there's like multiple Green Lanterns. So the first film to feature a member of the Green Lantern Corps—not the first, but um, <laughs> good try, guys. No, the first uh, DC Universe film of these ones or something. The Obviously, the Green Lantern movie had a whole lot more Green Lantern in it than any of the Batman films. <laughs> we know that. That's cool, but they mean the the uh, the latest ones. Oh. They've pretty much disavowed the Green Lantern movie is what they're saying, <laughs> which is well they should. I think everybody else has, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> the, you only need to see it now so that you get a joke in Deadpool. Other than yeah. that, there's no reason to see it. Yes. I'm actually more can... interested in their next animated property, which is the, uh, it was called the Dark something DC universe thingy but it has like uh, Constantine in it as well um, and it's all these sort of uh, dark magical mystical characters um, hmm. now that looks interesting after Doctor <laughs> Strange I'm so suitably understanding that they're going to try that but mm. uh, the trailer looks promising I have to say I mean it, it's one of those where you've got to you've got to either know something about the characters they're approaching uh, Justice League Dark it's called. Hmm. Um, so you've got Batman playing alongside uh, John Constantine, which I think is a really cool idea. 
if they get it right. But the animated stuff, they norm- they voice really well normally. Uh, well, look at that—a brooding character with another brooding character. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I know I've I've been kind of gone for a couple of weeks. Did did y'all talk about the new Wonder Woman trailer, or did we talk about it? I don't remember. We did, yeah, in the last yeah. show. Okay. Ah, uh, John Constantine is voiced by Matt Ryan, who played uh, John Constantine in the series, which unfortunately got cancelled before it had chance to get any good. Yeah, I was hoping it would go a bit longer, but uh, yeah. but suddenly, uh, so sadly, Lucifer is still going. <laughs> yeah, Whatever, that guys. I don't get. <laughs> that I do not get, honestly. But he he as like he represented the character quite well. His his accent was spurious because mm-hmm. Constantine is supposed to be from Liverpool. And yeah. <laughs> I've never heard a Liverpoolian accent quite like his, but it was yeah, it was vaguely northern, which I suppose was close enough. Mm. So um, yeah, at least he was actually British in this version, as opposed to the <coughs> calories. <coughs> anyway, I'm, I'm sorry, no, there was no no, no other film. I don't know what you were talking about. <laughs> hey, but but uh, um, oh shit, I blanked on her name. Uh, she's in Doctor Strange. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel no, McAdams. The, no, no, the androgynous Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Thank you. She was in Constantine. That was one of the angels. Which, yeah. yeah. That was the first time I saw her, and instantly really? fell in love with her. Yeah. You you never saw like the uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe before that. I think I think that came out after, didn't it? Did it? Have you guys That's seen what I the, fell in love with her was that. Have you guys seen the, the BBC production of Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe yet? Yes, I, I've seen all three. You have? Okay. There were four. There were four. There were four. Um, yeah, I saw all of them. I'm assuming you have, Boz, because you live here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I've conveniently got forgotten aspects of it. Uh, I, I remember the girl that played Lucy. Um, I wanted to Sean Connery her. Ooh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was so annoying. I was like, I, I, I wouldn't touch well, her. I, I'm Sean I Connery, thought, by all means. Oh, well, I thought Lucy was supposed to be annoying, at least in the story anyway. She was. Uh, but it was the actress who played her. It was just like, you know, if I met you in real life, I'd hate you as well. It was really just one of those chalk and cheese things for me. I couldn't stand her. But yeah, the, the, I think the movie reboots were pretty good. Uh, yeah, as as and could be. supposedly they're planning on doing Magician's Nephew next, but I'm not holding my breath considering they haven't done it yet. So I used to listen to okay. those on audio tape when I was a kid, and the, the last battle terrified the shit out of me. As like, well it should. <laughs> I only listened to like half of it. <laughs> it's weird. Constantine and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe came out, both came out in 2005. So okay. I, I, uh, I saw Constantine first and then uh, was like, whoa, she's amazing. And then saw the line, and I didn't dislike it, but I had no desire to see any more. Mm. Not because of Tilda Swinton. Have have you? Did I? You know what? I don't remember. Did we talk about uh, uh, only only lovers survival? Oh, what the hell was it? Oh, name? the lovers only yeah, that, only lovers left alive. Speaking of Tom Hiddleston, that's actually a good yeah. film. That's an amazing film. Still haven't seen. That's that. incredible. And that's Tilda Swinton actually really hot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but but in a very disturbing way. Mm-hmm. It, it's like you you're 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 aroused, but you feel bad about it at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I do like a little bit of fear with my attraction. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, then you go see, you know, some of her other work where she's more androgynous and like, whoa. (laughs) But uh, actually, no, Constantine is what made me fall in love with Peter Stormari. Um, He was he played the devil, and you've seen him in other stuff, but probably didn't realize it was him. If you look him up, you're like, oh, that guy. Peter yeah. Stormari. <laughs> but um, he's the only thing I remember from Constantine is Tilda Swinton. <laughs> really? Everything else just disappeared. I, I had forgotten that Shia LaBeouf was in that film, probably for good reason. He was? <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got a question for you because you guys are way more clued up on this stuff than me. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Final Fantasy 15 is about to come out. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the hilarious uh, video with Conan and um, Elijah Wood having like a preview of it mm-hmm. film it's the road to release film and it's playing at my local cinema on tuesday and i'm like it's a lead into the game uh, is what it is is it a feature uh, it's, it's a movie and a game it's a movie that leads into the story of the game oh uh, damn i got to go and see it then don't i because <laughs> if you're getting the game, the game yeah uh, do you know i have never played a final fantasy game you should at least play seven and eight. They're really seven's good. awesome. I think I've I never... watched my wife play a lot of it. It looks boring as hell. <laughs> uh, I heard eleven. I heard eleven's. Well, that was the first MMO one. Ten is is not bad either. I'm currently playing fourteen. Uh, I actually I have say seven I've, on my iPhone. Yeah, I don't think I've ever owned a platform that they've been out on. You do now. Well, yeah. yeah. Apart from <laughs> iPad. Um. But yeah, because they were weren't they NES originally? Is that no? That's too early. Mm. SNES. Yeah, no, it no, was, it was, it was PlayStation. PlayStation. PlayStation yeah. One. I had it on. Mm. Well, they yeah they were like still doing them oh. by then, but the, well, originally. Uh, the, and so I've I've just never had the thing that they've been on. Huh. So it's a well, whole to, to, franchise. To make you feel better, the the movie that they did a few years ago. Nothing to do with the game. Franchise. Oh, I've seen What's that on? movie. I I lived with Kristen <laughs> O'Field for two years. I've seen that fucking movie more times than I care to have seen that movie. <laughs> that film for the time it was made. Still, if you watch it now, oh, it, it looks great, amazing. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. Impressive yeah. As hell. That's like super uncanny valley territory for me. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but it it was very good. Um, but. Yeah, the the film in general, and I don't know if it had anything to do with anything in the game. No, at all. it didn't <laughs> whatsoever. It just no. It just happened to be Not called. Not even any characters in the game. It just was called Final Fantasy. It wasn't even in the same world. I mean, it was no. Well, the thing is, the Final <laughs> Fantasy games are quite famous for their cutscenes being so amazing to look at, mm-hmm. and I think they just went, "Well, sod it, let's just do a movie." Everyone's so impressed by this. Let's do it feature length. Kind of well, fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, well, speaking of seven, they're planning on. Oh, we're getting into like tech it or leave it territory or uh, <laughs> World One Stage One territory. But uh, yeah, they're planning on redoing seven with better graphics. Yeah, which I'm excited about. <laughs> I am too. Are that they I'm worth? For. Are they any good on the on iOS? Um, the, it's if, you, if I reckon if you've got a gamepad, it's better. Uh, what frustrates have- me about it is the clicking on screen controls but because it's not an action game it doesn't really matter uh, you just walk a character around and press buttons um, that's the only downside to it the port's pretty much perfect so on iOS they have 9 7 Final Fantasy Brave Exvius is that 
right? No Mobis, I don't know what that one is. Right, I don't know what these things are. Oh, they're free things. Actually, what always impressed me about Final Fantasy was the cutscenes and the soundtrack. The soundtracks are always really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they've got Final Fantasy Four. Never played that one. I've oh, only ever then, played seven, and I didn't finish it. Oh, hang so on. I'm trying to do it now. For fifty two ninety nine, I can get the Final Fantasy six in one pack. Yep. Which is Final yeah. Fantasy six, five, four, three, two, one, and four again. <laughs> yeah, four. <laughs> for fifty two quid. <laughs> are they that good? But, but, Seven is where it starts get six and seven are the ones that are really uh, when it starts getting really good. Okay, it did take something like fifty hours to complete. So <laughs> yeah, but seven has one of the most devastating scenes in all of Gamedom. Seriously, <laughs> I'm not spoiling it. I'm just simply saying that everyone was like, <gasps> "That's also yeah." Well, I will maybe play one of these games. We'll see. What happens? Well, maybe go and watch the movie, and I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. So should right. we? Okay. Should, let's move on to things we've watched then, because movie news blah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure we've all watched some happier stuff this week to try and absolutely. There you mm-hmm. go. Make ourselves feel better. So, who would like to, Jen go first, please? Because I okay. won't forget. Well, uh, it Sorry. seems like both Boz and I keep watching the same movies on Fridays, but. Uh, <laughs> I saw Fantastic Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's it the beginning kind of slogs a little, but then it picks up near the end of the film. Um, and uh, Colin Farrell is not annoying in this film. <laughs> <laughs> when is Colin Farrell ever annoying? He's great. Have you like seen him. Daredevil? Have no, you no, seen I haven't Daredevil? actually. I haven't. Have I'm you right. seen Alexander? Have you seen? No, that's anyway. that's true. I haven't seen. The, well, it's it, right. Okay, I've just not seen the instances when he's been annoying. He has the best outfit, and I want to cosplay it one day. Oh, that is it's the haircut too. Yeah, well, I'm close to that already. Oh, okay, um, <laughs> he he's great in it. Ezra Miller is amazing in it. Eddie Redmayne's kind of annoying, but that's how his character is supposed to be. Yeah, Queenie is adorable. I want to cosplay as her. <laughs> Um. Yeah, it takes place in 1924, 26? 26 in New York. Uh, it obviously leads into the films because there's a lot of callbacks to the to the later stuff, including a character who is in cameo in two of the later films. And mentioned as a supervillain, even more powerful than Voldemort, and he's more of a focus in this film because it leads into that shit. I'm not going to say who. Um, a very interesting cameo at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Again, I will not say who. And uh, they're planning on at least two more films. Five. So they're going to be five, five total. Five. I heard. I heard three, but wow. okay. There's yeah, one of our stories. To go- they will uh, milk it for as many films <laughs> okay. as they but, can. Uh, they're planning to go Come all the on. way to, I believe, 1945 is the general plan that Rowling has said that these will go to 1945. Now, there's um, no book for this, is there? No. Uh, Fantastic Beast was a book uh, done back in 2001. Was it? I think oh. is when she wrote it. Oh, um, yeah, we have it. it, it but it was like a, a it, it wasn't so much a book as just sort of a little novelty 
thing with pictures and a little bit of story. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. but it's an actual like story story now, and it's obviously a huge ass prequel to the Harry Potter films. There are a lot of uh, callbacks, uh, some of them more noticeable than others, like a scene where uh, Colin's Fer- Colin Farrell's character gives another character his Deathly Hallows uh, pendant. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, okay. Um, there is a- that's a call forward. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you could say that, but um, <laughs> since these are prequels, uh, some other things like Dumbledore's name is mentioned at least twice. Uh, a few other just little teeny t- 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 tiny tidbits that you have to have. You can still watch the film and not have to have watched the other films to get a lot of it. Those are nice little tidbits for the fans in certain scenes. Um, boy, Ezra Mello's character was depressing, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> But it was a good light and shade because the the film's very, m- most of it's fairly lighthearted and it has a really good sort of um, buoyancy to it there. So there, uh, his side of things being so dark, I think mm-hmm. actually made for a really nice balance. Now, mm-hmm. as someone who has just finished reading all of the books and watching all of the previous films, um, <laughs> from because I binged all of it very close, I didn't do it like everybody else watching it mm-hmm. over the years they came out. This is the best thing I've seen Rowling write because she wrote the screenplay, I believe. Yes, she did. Um, the screenplay for this is better than any of the Harry Potter books, if you ask me. Um, hmm. uh, the character interplay, the humor, the um, yeah, I I just think it's a much better balance, and it's like she's got better over the years, and it's it's like please don't write books, then make the movie. Please write the movies, and then maybe write the books later if you want to. But this way round, you seem to do it much better. It's either that or people are terrible at adapting her work. But reading the Potter books, I, I, I'm, not a f- I'm not necessarily the fan of the way she writes. She wrote a good thing, but I don't think she wrote it particularly well. So I'm, mm-hmm. that, that's where I'm at. And I actually, I really enjoyed it. And I was expecting to think, oh, the effects are good or whatever. But no, script-wise, everything, it, it had me hook, line, and sinker. I was enthusiastic when I was supposed to be. I was sad when I was supposed to be. And nothing took me out of the movie. It's just a fantastic thing. Yeah, and Kowalski was probably the cutest thing in the film. The the one non-magic character in the whole story. He was adorable. Brilliant. (laughs) Perfectly played. Uh, And every time I'm like, they're going to do this, and they didn't. And I was like, excellent. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, they they call them nomadges instead of muggles in this uh, which makes Which sense. Sounds vaguely dirty. <laughs> no, it's short for no magic. Is yeah, I, I I dig that. It just it just doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> no vag is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's what it sounds like. Uh, it's always one. Mm, uh, There's always one. Yeah, it's a kids film. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> you see, I was also reticent because I'd heard so many good reviews, like the you know people who previewed it, whatever. Oh, it's amazing. Five stars, blah, blah, blah. Whenever I see that, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to give this three. Um, but I don't know. It's pushing a five star movie. It's bef- between four and five. Definitely. Wow. Mm. So good. Yeah. Well worth it, it, it. Sharon would enjoy it. I think because there's enough children's stuff in it that she would mm. enjoy it. I think. Mm. And it's not too scary either, is it? So uh, there's a couple of scenes that could get a little scary, but not are they, like, are they scarier than the spaghetti monster scene in the force awakens? Um, no, I don't think so. No. Okay. Then she's probably the, all right. 
I don't think there's anything that malevolent in it. I mean, well, you can't spoil, but um, even when everything's at stake, it's not nothing's that jeopardized. I don't think, but that's just my own take. I mean, you know, the visual effects are something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the creatures are gorgeous. You know, if she likes monster movies, what she would like is John Carpenter's <laughs> The Thing. <laughs> Speaking of giving that, someone that would really, oh, yeah, that would really help her along. <laughs> and then follow that up with American Werewolf in London. I think Ooh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, yes. yes. transformation scene. She just has to watch that over and over again. Yeah. Honey, <laughs> guess what we're going to show Sharon next week? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if she asks later, okay, Rich started this, not me. <laughs> all Rich's fault this time around. It's just funny. Let's suggest that Rick make his child watch really inappropriate movies. That's just, <laughs> It's great fun. Well, it runs in my family. My mom fucked me up by making me watch Jaws when I was fucking nine years old. <laughs> oh, that's a tricky one, though, because well, you I'm trying to think how old... Yeah, wait, 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 wait. You guys, you guys aren't getting this. Okay, this is not, oh, let's put in the DVD. This is 1973... We went to the fucking movies. I didn't want to go. I was dragged along to see a movie that made me scared of the fucking bathtub for the next 20 years of my life. See, that's why your country's rating system is stupid. No. my <laughs> Okay. You wouldn't have legally been allowed in here. I don't know. That, right. Hang on. I don't know that Jaws was that highly rated. I think it's only a PG now. No. Now. Well, now no. Back in um, the day, no, yeah. I, it was. It would have been an X well, you know what? Surely, I don't know now that you mention it. Um, it's a Spielberg but, okay, film. Okay. The man has never made films that would. But uh, the, we didn't know who the fuck he was then. Well, <laughs> that was yeah. his first like major film. <laughs> that was his first big movie. That's, let let that's me ask true. you this: Are any of y'all familiar with the movie Papillon? No. Nope. No. Okay. Heard it's of it? A, I think it's Steve McQueen. It's it's about a, a a guy who was in in uh, on Devil's Island, and and he escapes, and it's you know it's it's like one of those movies that was you know huge Oscar bait back in the early seventies, late sixties. I don't know when it was made. Anyway, there was a very graphic beheading scene in the film, and my mother either didn't bother to find out if this movie was appropriate for children, uh, and knowing my mother. She probably didn't fucking care, <laughs> but I was in the room when she was watching this movie. It was like one of those big, you know, uh, Sunday night, big movie, NBC movie night of the week, whatever. Uh, that, mo- that movie, that scene has haunted me. There's also scenes where he like eats bugs because he's in solitary confinement and a scene where he talks to like a leper. Uh, I-, I couldn't tell you what the movie's about. I just have these scenes burned into my brain. So my mom was not, the best when it came to maybe this isn't appropriate for the children <laughs> See, that's <laughs> so. kind of fascinating because everybody else i know um i'm gonna plug somebody who is awesome here my new friend court who does an amazing podcast called cinema psyops um he he started his podcast based on the fact that he watched some shit he really shouldn't when he was way too young but <laughs> everybody else i know who did that like every guest he has on his show is like oh yeah i saw this when it was nine it fucked me up but now i love horror movies you came out not loving horror movies. You're like no. the exception to the rule. <laughs> I was scared by commercials for horror movies in the 70s. Look up look up shit like the movie, the, the commercial for uh, It's Alive or Magic. 
Okay. It's alive is a, is a, is a really bad movie about like this demon baby thing. Um, and magic is, is a ventriloquist dummy horror movie. Oh yes. They are freaky. But the commercials are probably scarier than the movies. (laughs) (laughs) See, Oh, now you've reminded me. We were going to make a back in the day of, of anonymous room filmmaking. So we're going back over a decade now, pre podcasting, perhaps there was going to be a short film made about a guy who did children's parties with a puppet, but the puppet was hideously terrifying. And the joke was that the guy had no idea. And he was kind of, (laughs) I think he was kind of like an Ozzy Osbourne esque ex rock star down on his luck forced to do children's parties. And he would always just horrify and scare the shit out of children. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, I, it never happened, but I think it got as far as the doll being made. And I remember the director sh- just showing the doll to his little girl who just immediately started crying. That, <laughs> so it was like, I think we were on something with that. Uh, but yeah, I would have liked to have seen that one. Yeah. But yeah, I know that never, we uh, bankrupted ourselves way before that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we just made crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah that's that's hey we got this out of it it led to this that's that's yeah. all you have to know about yeah apparently joe's is a pg-13 weirdly. by the way that was the thing yeah i mean if you want to talk kind of freaky so like simply syndicated was born of that film company blah 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 i got into simply syndicated met you guys and now have worked on a film that's won five awards there you go <laughs> Mm. none of the films i ever worked on won anything like an award well done tristan with that one as well yeah Mm. yeah when 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 are those of us that didn't pay to help make it get to see it thou teacher (laughs) i know i fucked up i know Uh, white White lily is currently in festival run while it's in festival run we are not allowed to make it publicly viewable because then it's ineligible for festivals uh, once it has completed the festival run, there will probably be an online version people can see. Uh, cool. Either that or if you know somebody who... I was, I was going to say, I think, <laughs> I think if you know somebody who knows somebody, somebody who might be able yeah. to hook you up there, I'll... I'll Very possibly. Th- yeah. There might be somebody here who could send a text. You know, that could yeah. be a thing. There <laughs> might actually be two people at least here who could just this, send a text. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, you know. I, I can't really send a blowjob across the Atlantic, but. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Okay. The sentiment is there. <laughs> You've got it on you tonight, Rick, haven't you? I don't know. It's, it's what I always say with oh, no. oh, he's got it on him. Yeah. I haven't been able to podcast in like three weeks. So I'm a little, uh, little pent. <laughs> Blue balls. Um, no, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. I've been itching <laughs> to just talk shit. And well, this is what, what we're talking about. Um, Tristan of t- Movies You Should See fame went on to uh, team up with a guy called Adrian Reynolds. They wrote a script and uh, said to me, do you want to go and build a spaceship? And I said, yep. So that's how I got involved. And we made a film called White Lily. And, uh, well, they did. I just helped. But the uh, it's a sci-fi short uh raise funds on Kickstarter and uh, yeah, it's, it's won its first, well, it's won some awards basically uh, at a festival recently. So we're like super happy. <laughs> I, I found the most amazing thing about that to be the fact that Tristan met Adrian Reynolds on an episode of movies you should see. 
Yes. And mm. on that episode of Movies You Should See, Tristan directly asked Adrian if he wiped his bottom stand up or sit- sitting down. <laughs> oh, my God. I that remember is, that now. That is right there for anyone with Simply Everything. You can go and listen to that. That's the Night Arrows episode, isn't it? I don't know. Was it? I think it is. Is he on the Event Horizon episode? I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that and so to be honest, I remember that very clearly, except not clearly enough to tell you what film we were talking about, clearly. <laughs> so but, who knew Adrian first? Allison. Oh, really? Yes. Amazing. Amazing. I love this. <laughs> so that's that's what happened there. And so, to be honest, I thought after that episode, dear God, I bet Adrian's never want to see Tristan again. <laughs> and then they made a film. So it, there you go. Yeah. But I, I, this this film is all about the writing uh, and the performances. Um, yeah, yeah. Getting back to Fantastic yes. Beasts. Yeah. No, no, I was talking about White Lily. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> Come on. Adrian, Adrian's, a, Adrian's a great writer. Yeah, I will anyway. get to see this film at some point. And it's not that long, is it? I, I have a short attention span these days. So, do you know, I, honestly, it's like I've been looking at that YouTube video of the John Lewis advert that everybody's supposed to watch and looking at it going, oh, two minutes 11. <sighs> <laughs> and you know what? Wow. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. And it's a, it's a dog one. Why? I, it's two minutes 11. It's like, oh, I can't. Uh, no, I'm going to watch something else for that long. Do you ever stop to wonder? Because I do the same thing. I'll look at a, uh, someone will send me a link to a video and I'll be like, five minutes. Fuck, I don't have time for that. (laughs) What the hell has happened to us as a species? (laughs) I think, do you know what it is? I, I, people think we have shorter attention spans. No, I think we're just less tolerant of shit because there's more of it and we're just so cautious of it. Mm. I think it's a mixture of both. Yeah, just. I, I'm I'm far more cynical about stuff the older I get, which is saying something for me. But it's I also I'm you know like I'm putting off the John Lewis advert because I don't want to willingly watch a Christmas advert at the end of no in the middle of November. Mm. Wait, which which one is that? It has a box of dog and a trampoline. That one's stupid. Watch the one with Mrs. Claus. It will fucking tear your heart out. Is that, that the Marks and Spencer one? Yeah. Yes. They win this year. Yes, absolutely. The one with the dog and the trampoline is cute, but nowhere near. Watch, watch the the, what, the Mrs. Claus one. You have tissues. You'll be crying at the end of it. What's with I you was. watching all the adverts from <laughs> British TV? <laughs> this guy in Florida has seen Marks and Spencer's what? John Lewis advert. You've never <laughs> been to a Marks and Spencer. No, I don't, and I never will. Well, I know never, you know you'll no, never will. But, Never, they're, they're going. They're, the, the Mrs. Claus thing will make you fucking cry. Okay. The dog one is cute, but I've seen videos of real dogs bouncing on real trampolines, and they're they're it's yeah, all right. So there's squirrels jumping on a trampoline. The Marks and Spencer's one with the with the Mrs. Claus and the kid who wants to get the, sh- the shoes for his sister because they they thought about them and all. I, like, don't, oh. I don't know the one last year with the, the German <laughs> father who made them all think he died. That was. <laughs> Heart-wrenching, man. Oh, was that the moon one? Or, or no? Oh, no, no, no. Were they? Oh, yeah. That one, that one tore me. Kill, yeah. It's like, <laughs> a, it's like a reverse Super Bowl ad thing. Like, you, you guys get all excited for British Christmas TV ads. And we all know that Aldi Christmas Carrot's the best one anyway. Oh, this is... See, this is why I don't watch broadcast television anymore. 
All right. You know what? All right. Here, here's, here's something. Last year, there was a, there was a, a CGI ad for something. I don't even know what the hell it was for with Mog the Cat. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. For, I think that was Sainsbury's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I showed it to my daughter and she now has like three Mog books. <laughs> so, wow. Mog was never a thing over here until that ad. I knew what Mog the cat was. Is Mog I, the forgetful cat? Yeah, I knew. Wasn't it Megan Mog? And there was uh, one was a witch. No, that's what no. I. Oh, now you've no. That's not what it is. But you've made me half remember something else. <laughs> I, I don't Mog, think Mog is a cat. That, as cats go, is an idiot. Well, but, he's, but, he's they call him he keeps, the forgetful cat because yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he's no, a very I, short I, attention span or something like that. If I remember correctly, I feel like you. But there's about 150 different books about mog <laughs> and they all cost a fortune but mm-hmm. my, my kid likes them so we get them see Puss, I, I don't think you've remembered wrong i think you've just remembered something else okay. because <laughs> megan Mo- you say, in saying that you've you've triggered something in my memory as well hang on i've realized i'm, that, I'm, I'm coming a, on the th- i'm, I'm coming onto a theme here because I, I did it last time i was on and i suggested a alternative title for the podcast um, and I think this week I'm going to <laughs> recommend the name Nostalgia Twats. No, you are absolutely <laughs> right. right? Mega Mog, it is a thing. And I, yes, this is a thing. You are spot on. And it is a witch with a cat. Hang yeah. on. I'm trying to find its Wikipedia page now. I'm looking at pictures not of the book. Mog, it's a no, mog. it's a different Mog. But Mega Mog is a thing. Never yes. saw that. It's but. a series of children books written by Helen Nickel and illustrated by somebody else. Uh, first published in the 1970s, the books are about Meg, a witch whose spells always seem to go wrong with her striped cat, Mog, and their friend, Owl. I think I was read these at school, like nursery school. Yeah, I was. Yeah. It was also made into an animated comedy series based on the books. Uh, 52 five-minute uh, episodes were produced uh, on CITV in 2003. Well, there you go with the voices of Alan I Bennett. I would just like to say that this may be the most epic tangent ever <laughs> in the history of Simply Syndicated. <laughs> Mugs Mumps. No, I specifically remember Mugs Mumps. That that was a thing. Yeah, because I had mumps. That was. There we go. <laughs> uh, I'm glad this network is the home of the tangent. I really yes, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. good, isn't it? We'd be we'd be fired from every other network. <laughs> <laughs> you might like put me on Mac Break Weekly with Leo Laporte. Eventually, going Rich, Rich, it's it's Mac Break Weekly. Could you just yeah. drag it back? Yeah, Rich. Nobody cares about morph. Yeah, just stop that. Uh, Jen, anyway, Jen, well, uh, okay. what, what else? we were hey, going through we're... stuff I've seen, but uh, apparently we've gone off on such a crazy tangent. <laughs> we might as well just go somebody else. Well, I'm. I want to go because Buzz has just reminded me of Morph and something I watched. <laughs> because on okay. Netflix they've got now a documentary about Ardman films. It's about an hour long, and just watch it, and it will remind you of all the joyous and wonderful things that Ardman films have created over the years. You'll get to see bits of Creature Comforts and Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run and all the other stuff. And you'll you'll see what a wonderful nerd Nick Park is. He must Is Sean the Sheep in that? Yes, yeah. he is. Yes, okay. absolutely. We love Sean the Sheep here. And uh, they, they are just wonderful people creating wonderful things. And it, to see a, just a hour long film about it just go and watch it. it's on netflix it's 
it, it's really nice to watch. And they did Moff as well. Um, oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know if, if Moff made it over to America. I don't know what the situation that I assume Heartbeat not, didn't. Mm, doesn't bring it Never heard either. Yeah. Well, Sean the, the Sheep and Wallace and Gromit, yes. Um, Moff is a, a character that they actually started with. Um, yeah. And it, it featured as a character on a, a TV show called Heartbeat or Take Heart. Right. Okay, more backstory. There was an artist on children's television called Take, uh, t- called Tony Hart. And everyone our age knows Tony Hart. National treasure. National treasure. Died a few years ago. Very sad. But a wonderful, wonderful man. And he had on his show, which was various, you know, it was a half hour show of him doing different clever artwork and various things like that. And it had the gallery way you could send in your pictures and they would bore the rest of the children in the nation by showing them your fucking pictures. <laughs> I didn't like that bit of the show, by the way. Um, Neither did but, I. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, imagine it was great if your picture was on. And uh, sounds like the Captain Kangaroo of the of. Oh, of the I UK. love Captain Kangaroo. Yeah, they they would always say, "Sorry, we can't return any of your pictures." And even as a child, I had visions of the incinerators at the BBC. Just <laughs> just burn them all. <laughs> just we'll pick, just pull five off the top, burn the rest <laughs> every week. But as part of his show, there would be this little five minute cut section of morph. And Morph was this little guy who lived in Tony Hart's art set and he was made out of plasticine and got up to all sorts of crazy adventures. <laughs> when you said art set, I was really afraid of where you were going. No, when his I just set of art supplies, uh, you know. So I think he lived in a little box on his desk and he had a friend called Chaz. And they, yeah, and they didn't talk. They just did cadences of speech. And so, but it's one of those things where whatever language you speak, you know exactly what Morph is saying. It, it's it's totally multilingual. Like Sean the Sheep. Like, yeah. Sean the Sheep, like the Clangers. And if you don't know the Clangers. Or Pingu. Or Pingu do you know the Clangers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. No, I don't know the Clangers. They live on the moon. They were knitted. That was before there were things more <laughs> But they were better than knitting for making making television characters. <laughs> uh, it wasn't like a feature of them, but it, they they speak with the sort of the slide whistle noise, and ah. everybody in every country knows what the clangers are saying, regardless of of their native language. It's Meet one Morph, of those if you've got your video, if you've got your Hangouts window open. Oh, there we go. This is oh, my yeah? morph, this is my morph coaster. Oh, and that's he's like he's been squashed. Is he a yeah. turtle? No, he's just a little man with a pointy nose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I had to go get that. No, no, Morph is awesome. So, yeah, that was that was Ardman. But I suppose the other thing that I've seen this week that I, I should mention. Now, I, I should preface this. I, I wanted to hate it. I, oh. I, I really, really wanted to hate it. And the thing I'm talking about is this week they've released the first episode of the show, The Grand Tour. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. With the the people from Top Gear. Oh, that new... Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime Video. It's their own production. They spent something stupid like 150 million quid on it. And I, I really, really wanted to hate it. I hated Top Gear by the end. 
I think Jeremy Clarkson is an absolute twat. Um, and damn it, if I didn't love every fucking frame of it. Oh, that friendship is that, I, that, that relationship is just something else. <laughs> I, I the, just the romance between those three is just insane. <laughs> they, they, as much as I hate them, they make damn good television <laughs> and they present it so perfectly well. Mm. And it was hilarious and, and, and fun and exciting and enthralling and interesting and all kinds of positive words. And as much as I wanted to loathe it, I genuinely did not. And I'm sorry, the world. I've, <laughs> I feel I've failed in some way. Like I should have hated it, but I can't. I didn't hate it. I couldn't sit down and tell you what was wrong with it because nothing was wrong with it. It was better than the Top Gear episodes the BBC went on and made without them. Um, oh, God. So, yeah. I mean, God. Damn it. I still say to, I still say to this day Richard <coughs> Hammond looks exactly like Davy Jones. I he does. You God. are absolutely right, and he's he's not aging well. Bless him. But <laughs> well, neither was Davy Jones. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> now I, I, I should Jeremy Clarkson have been fired from the BBC? Absolutely. You can't punch people that you work with, and I I'd never thought any different to that, but. Does that therefore mean he must never be on a television again? Uh, that feels harsh. Um, so I, I've kind of made my peace with it. I watched it and enjoyed it. So there. It was <laughs> fun. They had cars on it that I would die in, but would still like. Hey, Rich, I mean, it's kind of like if you want to rationalize it to yourself, like you quite like a nice hamburger, don't you? Yeah. But it doesn't mean you're happy going and stabbing the cow in the throat. No, that that's true. <laughs> but somebody has to do that for you to have the hamburger. So it's like that, you know, you're okay yeah. with that part of it. So you can have that part of it. It's kind yeah. of the same thing. I mean, do you know what? As we just briefly mentioned, Buzz, you and I have both been on, on sort of film sets and whatever. Rick, you've been in productions and stuff. Yeah. The, the urge to punch somebody in the face is something that comes along Many times an hour. Every fucking day. <laughs> and, and can we really hate someone for just snapping once in a in a, a career that actually spans decades? I'm not defending his actions. I'm I'm just saying I get it. You know. I think if somebody had punched Christian Bale, we might have had much better Batman movies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. You know, it's. it's it's just one of those things. And so I, I forgive him. I realize I'm saying that he didn't punch me in the face. <laughs> and he's, he's technically a couple of places above me on Wikipedia's famous people from Doncaster list. But still, <laughs> I am not bitter about that. Well, there's only six people on it. Come on. <laughs> and I, I'm not bottom. So it's okay. Well, uh, um, who's the other five beside? Okay. Right. Go I've, through the list. Right. We've got Jeremy Clarkson, uh, mm -hmm. Leslie Garrett, the opera oh, singer, right, yeah. uh, Kevin Keegan, Tony Christie, <laughs> me. <laughs> um, who else is on it? Someone who was on a, a, like the ITV equivalent of S Club 7. <laughs> That's an ITV equivalent. <laughs> 
There was not not for very long, not for very long. But but he was in that, and uh, I think they also mentioned Thomas Crapper, who people think invented the flushing toilet, but he didn't. Ah. Well, after so that, that's, that's last two name. that I've heard of, and that's you and Crapper. <laughs> yeah, Crapper's a very nice toilet, though I have to say. Yes, I don't think he was uninvolved with toilets. I just don't. I don't. I don't know no. what the story. Well, it was well, on QI right a while ago. Yeah. We did invent well, butterscotch in Doncaster, so you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, um, yeah. There's definitely a toilet thing. And butterscotch in the same sentence. You really just don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of fun to say I've taken a piss and a crapper. There we are. There you go. So I watched the mm. Grand Tour and I didn't fucking hate it. <laughs> so angry about that. I saw another movie this week. What other movie? I saw Arrival. Ah, our mutual yeah. friend Tristan Oldfield has also just seen Arrival. I've been watching him. Uh, no, that's a lie. I've been texting him while he was watching it. He's <laughs> apparently that guy in the cinema. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, his, his uh, comment on it's actually pretty spot on. Yeah, he didn't seem to enjoy it all that much. Well, he had time to text me. Put it that way. <laughs> I think he said it was very clever, but the pacing was very off. I mean, I didn't, I think I accepted fairly on it was that early on, it was that kind of movie. So the pacing didn't really bother me. And it, it wasn't a big studio movie. Um, I, I don't think it's fully independent, but you know, when you get like five film company idents come up before the film starts, yeah, you're like, okay, this is not going to have an enormous budget. Um, I think it's handled really well and it's, it is a really well done story. And uh, yeah, at the end I was like, I, it, it was sort of, I worked it out what was going on maybe 20, 25 minutes before the end of the movie. And normally that pisses me off. Like if it was an M night Shyamalan movie and you worked out the twist that early and then a bit later on, they'd go, ha 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 ha. And you go, yeah, I know. And, and <laughs> that would be a bad experience. Uh, this was just more- break in. I really quick two. People I actually know who were from Doncaster, Diana Rigg. Oh, and Diana Rigg. She's above me on the list. And, as well. and Brian Blessed. He's not from Doncaster. Oh, really? He's not from Doncaster. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> He's not from. Live. I don't know. <laughs> about that. But uh, I was speaking. I was, oh, was going to mention Ron Perlman. He has a cameo in the in in Fantastic Beasts. Of course, he's CGI'd. But his voice is unmistakable. He plays this yeah. like troll-looking character in a in a speakeasy that they talk to, and I was like, "Is that Ron Perlman?" <laughs> and then I kind of went, "They didn't do much to his face, did he?" No, <laughs> <laughs> didn't they? Holy shit! Brian Blessed really is from Doncaster. You're absolutely he's from Mexbra. My God! Now I need to recheck this list of famous people from <laughs> Doncaster. Brian Blessed is awesome, but he's also fucking insane. I'd better still be That's what's so awesome about him. He's just batshit crazy, and I love him to death. Oh, we, did, we all love him to death. Come on. <laughs> he was great in, in Henry V, or Henry V, sorry. Whenever I say <laughs> Henry V, people are like, what What the hell is Henry V? I'm like, that's what we call it in the theater. It's Henry V. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am so not on this fucking list anymore. Someone needs to go and put me on this list. <laughs> Need to work on that. I am so more famous than some of these people. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, yeah. strictly speaking, that says people from Doncaster. That list is way too short. I know. Because it doesn't say famous the, people from there's Doncaster, There's lots of does people it? from Doncaster. <laughs> lots more than that. Oh, John Parr is also from Doncaster. The guy who sang uh, sang almost fire theme song. That guy. He's All British. Right. Yeah. Did not know that. See, this is okay. some shit ones on here. There really are. <laughs> I should be on this list. Well, somebody, seriously, somebody put me on. You can't put yourself on Wikipedia, but I was on this list, damn it. <laughs> hey, have y'all been watching Supergirl? Nah. Uh, oh, the, uh, they're planning there a has, crossover next week, by the way. Yeah, or no, next, two weeks. Yeah, next week. I'm going to have to watch the all fucking four of them. Supergirl <laughs> has been amazing lately. Oh, oh it was really good this week. And, I'll, and I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. Okay, um, and this, this, Rich, you guys need to talk about this on on uh, uh, do ask do tell, or you need to bring Casper and me on to do do ask do tell. Because actually, you know, uh, there's another show that uh, has another episode that I'd love to post, but somebody oh, yes. sick. <laughs> no. we'll, we'll get that sorted. We'll get that. I forgot about that. Um, Supergirl. Well, it's it's a fun show. Okay. Uh, I, my wife and I have been watching Supergirl since it started and I've loved it. And at the end of the first season, the show moved from CBS to CW, which means everybody moved to Vancouver, which means we lost a few people. Uh, most, most notably, uh, Callista Flockhart, who I adore. And I was so glad that I could keep adoring her because she was amazing in the show. And she let her lips go back to normal, mm. which because that was oh, they were distracting. Let's she put it that very way. distracting. And then like <laughs> about halfway through, it was like, I think she realized, OK, this is stupid and let him go back to being normal human sized lips. Um, but uh, Supergirl was great in the first season. But it, it, I mean, it, had, it, it was a first season of a show. The fight choreography was was shit. <laughs> and. Uh, but the the interactions were great. The characters were awesome, and we finally had a superhero. And I know that this is the the two thousands, and superheroes are supposed to be miserable and pouty and sad that they're super and all this shit. But Supergirl, Kara Zor El, just loved being super, and I loved watching her love being super. And of course, there were you know, oh my god, I'm not as good. I'm not as good as my cousin, and blah blah blah. But it was a fun show. Then over the over the, the the summer break, they moved it to CW, which is where the Flash and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow is, uh, and it made perfect sense for them to be there. But we were all really worried about what was going to happen when the show moved, and it got better. <laughs> it actually got better. Um, and one thing they announced that they were going to do was they were they said that they were going to have the first openly gay major character in a show in a, in a, in a DC comic show. And my God, have they done this so incredibly well? Um, the, the, they brought in Maggie Sawyer, who, if you're familiar with the comics, uh, is last year, there was this big blow up because in the comics, Batgirl proposed to her girlfriend no, Maggie it, was Sawyer. Bat, it was Batwoman oh, I'm sorry Batman. Batwoman sorry not Batgirl thank you um, and that was great and then kind of management changed and stuff and they went no 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 they will not get married 
and there was a huge outcry and they went, no, 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 no. We just mean that our characters aren't allowed to be happy. And everybody was like, yeah, bullshit. Mm, yeah, uh, there was such a big controversy <laughs> that the writer of the comic left. Exactly. She, she yeah. Right. Left the comic. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then the, 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 the guys, the, you know, the guys, of course, that, that run things were just trying to say, no, 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 we just, our comic, our characters aren't allowed to have happy relationships because that's not good storytelling. And everybody's like, yeah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, but they brought Maggie Sawyer into Supergirl and they hooked her up. Well, not hooked her up yet, <laughs> but well, okay. They're uh, getting there. <laughs> they're getting there. But, uh, she and uh, and uh, Alex Danvers, who is Kara's sister, adoptive adoptive sister, whatever. Um, they've been kind of circling each other, and of course, Alex is not openly gay; would not accept that she's gay, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and things have progressed. I don't want to spoil anything if y'all haven't seen it yet, but I'll just put it this way. Those of you who are fans uh, of the star of Starbase sixty six has been out of her mind loving this show. Oh, Ro, she's she's loved it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and what and what happened last week? This is November nineteenth, nineteen uh, nineteen. <laughs> fucking old, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> um, what happened last week? Karen has just you know she is not one to talk about TV shows. Uh, especially since the Starbase shut down. Mm-hmm. She has been gushing about this show and I don't blame her. The way they are handling these characters and the relationship between uh, Alex and Maggie is both amazing, real, beautiful, and mm-hmm. fucking heartbreaking at the I, same I time. I agree because it's very well done. They're not over they're not overdo- they're not overdoing it. It's very natural what the yes. two are doing. Um, there was a very pivotal scene this past week. I will, again, mm-hmm. I will not spoil either. And Alex is actually having some trouble with it, which is natural. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a, there was a moment where I was worried and this, I, this, I will spoil a tiny little bit. I was worried that they were going to have Kara be upset because it looked like that's where they were going with it. No, she's totally okay with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eventually. But like when, when, they, when they're first talking about it, it, she had this look on her face. And I'm like, oh no, don't, don't go there. Don't go there. And they didn't, mm-hmm. um, which I was so glad of. I was so glad of this. This, uh, this is Supergirl has got to be one of the more optimistic shows on, on TV at all. And the way they're dealing with this storyline, I can't wait to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's bringing up some of the things that, that Alex talks about is bringing up memories. I haven't visited in a long time from when I was, when I was young and, and did things that I'm not terribly proud of, um, to someone who didn't deserve it. Uh, it's just, you got to watch Supergirl. It's so much more than just, than just a Kryptonian fight. Yeah, and there's that too. There's, there's, you know, Kara fighting people and Kara needs to learn that she's not invincible and that she, just a straight on attack against any bad guy isn't fucking working. <laughs> but, she just keeps getting her ass handed to her. Uh, but this show is so goddamn good. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I know I'm gushing, but, uh, just watch Supergirl. Supergirl is awesome. If you haven't started watching it yet, 
I promise you, it's it's awesome. Start at the beginning. There's only a season and six episodes now, so you can catch up really quickly. Watch the show. It's great. I've got to find the first four episodes because I missed them. Is it four? Maybe three. But I got my DVR set to get the rest, so I will catch up. <laughs> cool. Um, right, this guy on the list, Mitch Rose, Rotherham United footballer. <laughs> Fuck off. I am way Rotherham United for really that gets you on the list. Fuck off. That gets you on the list. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on the list of famous people from Doncaster, oh. which I'm apparently, apparently, apparently founding the UK's first podcast network means fucking less than playing for Rotherham United. <laughs> <laughs> what have I ever fucking done? Oh yeah, nothing me. <laughs> One other thing I watched this week, uh if you're not familiar with the comedian Eliza Schlesinger, Schlesinger, you should be. She's amazing, she's hilarious, she's gorgeous. Uh her her new the, the one I watched this week was Confirmed Kills. Uh-huh. Uh and she's just I, I she's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, you know, I like stand up. I love women stand up comedians uh, when they're funny. Uh, well, that, that's that's terrible. That's not at awful. I, I love stand up comedians when they're funny. Guys and gr- and and girls, women and men, whatever. Uh, if they're just kind of playing on the fact that of their gender, I generally don't like it. She doesn't do that. Kinda. Um, <laughs> She she'll play on the differences between men and women, but it's it's hilarious. Um, I I just Rich, have you watched any of her any of her stuff? This is one that you and I differ on because oh really? Yeah, I find her the opposite of all of the things you've said that are good. <laughs> okay, is is the best way of putting it. We did watch one. Alison and I watch a lot of stand up comedy on on Netflix and what have you, but she was one that neither of us at any point laughed at or really? anything. Okay. Yeah. It, it's, but that's not, I don't wish that to sound like I'm saying, so I think you're wrong because that, that's, that's not it at all. I think stand up comedy is such a, a, a subjective oh, yeah. and personal thing that, you know, of our audience listening, some of them are going to like her like you do. And some of them are going to hate her like I do. It's just the way it goes. Uh, and we're all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? With comedy, it's, it's either like it or you don't. And, uh, you know, we, we've talked about various comedians, uh, that you guys like, and I don't. Yeah. Uh, there's that, that Irish dude, uh, whose name I can't remember offhand, but, uh, Irish. Um, dude. yeah. Um, Dara Brian. No, you'd no. like him. Uh, um, no, uh, the guy who like, he, he, he was like, Women, women are stupid and and don't listen and and stuff like that. But I'm just telling jokes, and I didn't like it. Um, we've talked Irish. about it recently. Definitely Irish. And maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that's throwing but, uh, me. I, no, I, I may be getting that wrong. No. Oh, anyway. No, no maybe he's American. I don't know. Um, we'll figure it out one day yeah yeah <laughs> go, go back a few shows we talked about <laughs> we're talking um, about comedians 
Um, the one who was who was talking about gun laws in the U.S. Oh, the um, Australian guy. Um, oh, he's the Australian. Yeah, okay. yeah he's Australian. What yeah, because they're they're similar. <laughs> I'm sorry, to both what, what, Ireland and Australia. What's his name? Completely different parts of the globe, <laughs> but okay. Can't mm. remember his name. No, it's gone. I know, I know his name. It's just not coming to my head because I'm trying to think of it. Boss, can you help us out at all? You know, the, you know the. He's you can't remember his name. It's this fucking <laughs> so gone. This I might help you find him. I'm, I'm gonna. Can I level in a plug? Yeah. Um. There's now a Netflix equivalent streaming service for stand-up comedians. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um. I think it's called Next Up Comedy. I don't know where, what territories it's available in. Um. But it is a subscription thing with a free trial, as always. Yeah, next up, it's called. Okay, and uh, uh, a very wonderful man I happen to know, and is very very funny. And yeah, he's uh, he's a little bit off the wall, but he's great. Uh, Stuart Laws, he is featured on there. So, uh, friend of Nick Long from Tech It or Leave It, friend, business partner of Nick Long. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, well worth checking out his stuff if you do sign up. Yeah, uh, next up comedy, it's called. So there you go. I bet that guy's on there. <laughs> he will be no, I don't know because he does it's a Netflix thing why oh come on Netflix just show me show me the thing that you have where's the they have that big all the Netflix originals right it's going to come up on here it is Jim Jeffries thank yes. god that came <laughs> out god <laughs> that was like verbal constipation <sighs> yeah best gun ever you know what? And, we should by the way, go ahead. If you do like Eliza Schlesinger, um, just do a Google image search of her with the safe search off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have seen her, but she didn't blow me away. But she did make me chuckle. So maybe I need to watch a new one. See if that's a bit more. She she reminds me a lot of a former student I had. Uh, a couple of. Uh, she graduated a couple of years ago and uh, maybe, maybe that helps uh, because uh, we, we, you know, we're friends and the, the manner of Schles Schlesing, God, her name is hard to say Schlesinger's kind of viewpoint and way of talking reminds me a lot of my former student. Right. Uh, so maybe that makes me a little more receptive to her. I just think she's hilarious. Mm. <clears throat> okay about comedy though isn't it it's um makes slay somebody mine or someone else so. yeah exactly it's it's incredibly subjective yeah one more thing <laughs> one more thing before we go that I've, I've been watching and i did mention i brought this up in the site room i've been watching the dick van dyke show again <laughs> oh that's why you mentioned that <laughs> that's that, why okay. it's on netflix i and just thought you'd gone mad no <laughs> There's a well, reason maybe, it's a classic. Yeah. And now I'd seen it all before when I was sort of in my early teens. I think Sky ran it uh, uh, sort of around getting home from school time. Uh, and, and so it's, it's nothing new to me. And I knew it was good. But it's not till I've been watching it recently that you realize just how fucking good it really is. Mm -hmm. um, it is flawless. You could just take the script and remake it today and it would work and be every bit as funny as it was then. 
there are mm. very few things in the world you can say that about. But the Dick Van Dyke show is one of them. Maybe you'd want a little bit of racial difference in there. You know, let's, let's, yeah. you know. Well, Sammy Davis Jr. was on the show at one point, wasn't he? I'm only six episodes in. So he, he oh, may okay. well, and I, I don't think it's purposefully racist or anything. It's, it, you know, it's, it's television from 1961. You'd just yeah. put a bit more diversity in these days. That's just how you do it. But other than that, you could just lift the script, copy and paste a couple of things and be away with it. It's yeah. fantastic. If you've got access to that, like I say, it's on Netflix in the UK. I don't know about the US uh, or anywhere else, but go and watch it. It's it's uh, and just just eat up how good at being in things Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore actually are. Because uh, well, except for except for uh, <laughs> Dick Van Dyke's absolutely awful British accent in well, <laughs> apart from that, but seriously, damn, it's good. It's you know what? So if that's good. the worst thing he's done in his career, I'd say we're he's pretty damn good. Mm. Okay, all right. But uh, the, the scary thing is you watch that or the Mary Tyler Moore show, and then you go watch Ordinary People. Don't know that. In succession, works. you're going to Ordinary People. It was actually, she won a Golden Globe for that. Um, it is so not Mary Tyler Moore from her earlier stuff. It's completely the opposite. She's this emo wife who can't accept that her, her son has been killed. Uh, and takes it out on her other son who's a suicidal it's a emotionally draining and depressing film and she is the most non Mary Tyler Moore of her career <laughs> you just like is that the same person because really and I she probably did that to break out of that mold oh yeah um, and she did it beautifully. And she also did, they did a TV movie of Lincoln and she played Mary Todd Lincoln. Same thing. She was like, so not Mary Tyler Moore in this role. She played the crazy ass Mary Todd Lincoln. <laughs> in this. Very often I've seen that good comedic actors make unbelievable dramatic actors, but it's, it rarely goes the other way. It's why just Sweden cast comedic actors he said yeah. that openly i i believe um particularly when talking about uh firefly you know they're they're yeah. all generally comedic actors and mm. so, comedy is not easy comedy no. is not easy at all and if you can do comedy you can do any if you can do comedy well you can do anything else it doesn't necessarily go the other way around look at alan alda after mash he did some incredibly heavy movies and just knocked him out of the park. Robin Williams in some yeah. of his more dramatic roles was just amazing. God, one hour photo. If you've not seen that, yeah. Film, you need oh to. yeah, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, comedians need to be able to tear their hearts open and lay it out there. Otherwise, people don't buy it. Comedy has to come from pain, and so when they get a chance to use that pain instead of hiding it under the comedy, they just blow you away for the most part. Absolutely. And, and, and for those of you who think it can go the other way, uh, my, my response to that is Robert De Niro. <laughs> no, it cannot go the other way. No, it cannot. No, in Stardust, he was, in Stardust, he was hilarious. You got to admit. 
<laughs> I ha- I haven't seen Stardust. I will take your oh, word for it, but I he's don't. He's in a very really small part of the you. film, but he's hilarious. And of course, he's also kind of making fun of himself in that, so that's probably why. Bad grandpa. Uh, Bad grandpa. That's, I will that's if I refuse a, to watch that. That's all film. I have to say. <laughs> Bad grandpa. <laughs> I've seen it. It has Zac Efron. He's funnier than Robert De Niro. Zac Efron's pretty good. I don't have a problem at all with Zac Efron. I annoyingly like him as well. Damn it. I wanted him to and have, Jared Le- him and Jared Leto could be twins. They look a lot alike. In Jared Leto's dreams, he f- no. No. Are you thinking of the right Zac Efron? Yeah. I think you have a If you look at a younger the- Jared Leto like when he was on My Soul Gold Life and put him next to Zac Efron, they yeah, look very similar. Okay. They have the same piercing blue eyes and similar facial features. Not completely twins, but that you could make them brothers and can be convincing. Well, the last film I saw him in was god awful. It was that Billy and Bobby need wedding dates or whatever it was. That was awful, wasn't it? Why Fucking do I watch? Terrible. Why do we watch this? You know, we're going to die one day. <laughs> And, and in those last moments of your life, you're going to think, why did I fucking watch Bad Grandpa? Because I have an all-you-can-eat cinema card. That is the only reason. Yeah. But we do. I don't. I've got no excuse. I have no reason. No uh, reason. But I, I, unfortunately, I'm like a huge fan of Leto, so I can't say anything. Oh, and it's not because of his looks, though he is quite easy to look at. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I've seen some of his more dramatic stuff, and he's just amazing. If you haven't seen Mr. Nobody, it's on Netflix. Watch it. It's kind of confusing on the first watch. You have to watch it at least twice. But um, he's beautiful in it. So I heard he was very good in Dallas Buyers Club as well. I haven't seen that yet either. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the one he won the Oscar for. So oh, yeah, that's oh, a good yeah. one. But he must have been quite good then. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And Boz, you've added me to Wikipedia. Thank you so much. Aww. That's about where I belong. It might not have been me. It might have just happened. That's true. <laughs> we are live, aren't we, after all? <sighs> so who knows? Well, I think we should call time on this. We've been going a couple of hours now, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm so. starving hungry. Oh. But at least the voice kept going. Hey. It got better. It got better. It did a bit, didn't it? Maybe I should keep talking. Alison will <laughs> love this. <laughs> Do you know what? She won't hear a word I say. I bought her the SEO collection today. I'm going to oh, hear a peep out of yeah, yeah, You're not going to see her for a few days. No, mid January at the <laughs> earliest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bye bye, PS4. Yeah. Oh, I knew what I was doing. I, I'd sacrificed the PS4 for a bit of peace and quiet, quite frankly. That's, <laughs> oh, that was wow. the plan. Okay. That was the plan. Now I can just sit and watch shitty horror movies on my iPad. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. So, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear some of those other things we talked about, like movies you should see and that sort of thing, they're all on Simply Everything, which you can su- subscribe to by visiting simplysyndicated.com slash everything and uh, getting on there and supporting our network and keeping our shows going and listening to the things we've made for the last 12 years i don't know i've lost track of it all i'm numb now um so there's there's loads of stuff on there we've got a patreon that you can help us out with once again i've mentioned it and remember that i've not uploaded anything to it for fucking ages someone please poke me patreon people i should be able to set a reminder what like the reminder app on your phone you idiot rich anyway um we have that 
You can do things with it and it's awesome. Thank you very much to those people who support us. Until next week then, when we're back with another show and hopefully other news will have happened by then that, that isn't so fucking depressing or whatever. <laughs> and uh, we'll all have moved on a little bit, I hope. So there'll be, there'll be more nut stuff next week. So until then, bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>